All right, folks, welcome back to another episode of Good to Game Radio Podcast. Today, we are going to be speaking about Warzone Season 4. We're also going to be touching on Cyberpunk 2077 and its return to the PlayStation Store uh, with some caveats with that. And then finally, we're going to wrap it up by talking about the first two episodes of Marvel's new uh, series, Loki. And uh, just some general discussion and our thoughts about where that series is going. We hope you'll join us. All right, folks, welcome back to another episode of Good to Game Radio. I'm your host, Tony, speaking again to, with me tonight are Vance and Clint. How are you guys doing? Let's start with Vance. Uh, how's it going, Vance? Pretty good. Pretty good. Doing great. Awesome. Awesome. A busy day today? Busy day, yeah. Uh, still not over. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Vance, I wanted, to, I wanted to ask you about uh, what's, uh, what's with this uh, Liddy City Gaming group that you're in on Facebook? Tell me about that. So I stumbled upon the group, uh, like, um, I was in another group and, uh, the founder of Liddy C Gaming, uh, goes by the name of, um, 2K Boo. And, uh, like she had a group, I was invited to it. I believe, I think JQ was in it first, actually. And then uh, she invited me to the group and, um, uh, the group is primarily a 2K group, but, um, there are a different variety of other games, you know, that are being played by you know, um, some of the members and stuff like that, but, uh, yeah, like, it's, uh, it started out as a cool group, but then it's, like, you know, like, some of the same people kind of keep posting in there, then sometimes it get, like, toxic out of nowhere, so it's just like, yeah, but it's not a bad group. It'll be better, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've I've been seeing some of the posts in there, uh, because you you invited me to that group. I'm like, oh, I'll join it, and I wasn't sure what I was joining. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Let's see. It seems to be pretty cordial, anyway, for the most part. Uh, I did see a snide remark by somebody in there towards somebody else today. I can't remember what it was, but yeah. it reminds me of a group I just joined last week uh, that is <laughs> focused on uh, MLB the Show. Boy, you talk about turning toxic in a hurry. <laughs> I mean, there's people in there yelling at people and stuff about how they play and and all this stuff so it's like okay (laughs) i don't know about being in this group much longer i'm like man it's a game people it's a game it's amazing how serious people can get but (laughs) um, about their games it's like people using like uh, uh, I mean, uh, pine tar on, on the game, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. Like you're charging the mound. Charging right. the mound. How dare you throw, how dare you lay a bunt down, you noob? You don't play baseball right. that way. You don't bunt in baseball. <laughs> I'm thinking, right. I'm going back to the game I played against uh, one of the other guys in our league where I bunted the, the run home. And I'm like, man. Mm-hmm. Like they're yelling at people right. in here for buttons, and I'm like, ah, oh, I don't want to play with these people. But uh, right. yeah. <laughs> it's baseball; yeah, it's not it's supposed to be played. You know, get good. I don't know what right. to tell you. Um, That's when you what's the name? That's when you remember that guy's name, and you lay down two buttons back to back just because. <laughs> yeah, he's probably throwing his controller against the wall. You know, right. ah, I can't believe this guy. I'll never play with him again. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
Clint, what's going on, man? Man, we're just uh, diving right into the toxicity, huh? Going right <laughs> oh, there with it. Hey, it's part of gaming. Uh, yep. Very unfortunately, that is the case, yeah. That's, right. uh, I've, I've mentioned many times, the first thing I do with any Call of Duty is mute everyone. Oh, man, you got you to, gotta, you know what, is 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 no, we are going to start this one off with toxic. And there's different, believe it or not, there are good things that can come out of being toxic. Like, um, there's plenty of people who I've been toxic to, like, right off the bat. Like, just be like, bro, you trash, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's like, you know, and then that person goes on to explain why they're trash. And then you feel bad for that person. And now you and this person have an understanding, like, okay, well, let me tell you how to not be trash, you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> hey, hey, and then there's, then there's toxic between, you know, teammates, you know, like, I mean, we're going to get into it later uh, with the um, Call of Duty, but, but yeah, that's, that's, there's some toxic that's good and, you know, healthy, you know. <laughs> Vance, you just reminded me of something back when I used to play Fortnite. I did a solo game, and uh, I ended up winning. It was me 1v1 against this guy, and he was just building like crazy, right? Um, but I don't know if maybe he was, like, knew he was better than me or what, but he ended up building, and he starts going away, and he doesn't build behind him. I just shot him in the back and just straight up murdered him. And, uh, <laughs> and of course, I did the dance on him, too, right? You know how it got is. Got to. But, right, got to. But hey, I, yeah, I get a message. <laughs> What's that? I say, I say, I say yeah, when well, Jacob kills people in Fortnite, she does not dance. I be trying to get her to dance all the time. When she wins, she will not dance. I was like, oh, my God, it's part of the toxic, yeah. toxicity of the game. Listen, I would never <laughs> say anything cross about JQ, but she's doing that wrong. <laughs> Okay. Um, but I got a I got a message on PlayStation or Xbox or whatever. Uh, and this this guy I can't remember what he says, but he's like, "Oh, you're trash, blah blah." You know, he's doing the whole thing. And I just replied like, "You just got beat by an old man with a fake hip, right?" Right. <laughs> and then immediately, immediately the response, "Oh, sorry, sir, sorry, sir." I'm like, man, I could have just I could have been lying. I didn't need to lie. But I could have been lying. This kid was like so apologetic about it, and I kind of was like, "Do I feel bad for that? Like, why do I feel bad for him being toxic?" You know, like uh, old man with a fake is hair. Weird. Old man yeah. with a fake hit, man. I got gray hairs, everything. Right, not as many gray hairs as I have. No, right. no, you're a uh, you're a silver fox over there, sir. Hey, silver fox. That's gonna be a new name, silver fox. That's a pretty good name. I might need to change my it name. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Hey. You know what? You're part part Native American. Hope doesn't fit anybody. You know, sitting <laughs> <laughs> bull versus silver fox coming up. <laughs> so Clint, you sent us a uh, you sent me in advance a clip yesterday. Was it yesterday or the day before? What was it again? You um, were you were uh, in zombie Friday, mode, yeah. right? In Call of Duty. Yeah. Well, oh. I uh, playing and the new season four of uh, Warzone and Cold War came out. It's a new battle pass and it includes. A couple of new weapons. One of them is just level 15 uh, in the Battle Pass to get it. So I was playing a little bit of Zombies to level up because I can't be bothered to play Cold War multiplayer. Although you and I did play it a little bit in the past week or two, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, I played, played a few like games a game last or two. past week. Yeah. So I hopped into Zombies. And I, I got to level 15 in the Battle Pass pretty quick. I guess there's probably double Battle Pass oh. me or something. And I got this MG82. It's an uh, LMG. I take it in, no attachments or anything, and it is ruthless against the, these zombies, man. So my first game, I'm playing it, and I've got it uh, 
I think it was around like 34 or 35, and I get a text message. You off today? Yeah. You want to go on a boat? 100% I want to go on a boat. <laughs> uh, and so I'm thinking, well, you know, text back like, when am I meeting, you know? And uh, I go, and I realize, oh, I just have enough to get it all the way to gold. I had it purple, triple pack a bunch, so I had to get it to gold. And I'm thinking, uh, or maybe the brown mark before, I was like, I'm going to need to have another gun soon, right? Because you really need to have a second gun when you start getting up to like, kind of higher rounds. And I start hitting the mystery box, and there's the uh, crossbow. Crossbow comes out. I really want the uh, ray gun, but I get the crossbow. And I go, and it's already gold, but I pack a punch it and get the electric uh, ammo mod. And uh, don't shoot it a single time. I just have it. And I uh, get the text back. Okay, I'm meeting in however long. I'm like, all right, around 36, I'm going to exfil. So I'm doing it, and of course, it's, I'm in the, the die, 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 whatever machine, the first zombies round base map. And there's a megaton when it comes time to exfil. And I am shooting my MG82 into it. I don't have the uh, the thing that makes your guns powerful. Ring of Fire. I don't have Ring of Fire uh, ready. And I'm shooting this zombie. Shooting him, shooting him, shooting him after I've already split the megaton. And then I kill him and I go to reload. But I don't have time to reload. So I just stun the other one and I just shoot every bullet in my magazine. And I don't kill him. And the timer's ticking down. Like, you know, it was 17 seconds when I was still killing the first one. And it gets down to one second. I run out of ammo, and I switch over to my crossbow and take a single shot, hit him in the head, and I beat the, uh, I beat the, finish the round. I actually get all the kills, and then like instantaneously, I get teleported to the chopper. I did it like at the last possible instant, you know, and I was pretty excited for it. I sent you guys a message like, oh, I had to get out of there because I'm going on a boat. Totally not a loser again <laughs> this week, by the way. And, uh, but the timing was perfect to where, Tony, when you mentioned it to me, you said that I was playing that cranked mode again, and I was not. <laughs> it was just that it was that like that tight of on the timer at yeah. the end there for me to get it I'm done. I'm watching it now, the, the, the clip that you sent. Yeah, it looks like the crank mode because it's got the timer out to the left, but yeah, it was just counting yeah. down. It's counting down. I had to clear it out before you get on the, uh, the helicopter, but my next game with that gun, I went, I, I don't think maybe got to, I don't know, level 18 or something. I can't remember of that gun during that game. And so I went and put attachments on it. And the next game I played was, uh, I think I'd exfilled it like 51 or 54 or something like that. It was. I got to the point where the gun itself, like the the machine gun, wasn't enough to like take out the zombies because they buffed the zombies. They quadrupled their health a little while ago. I don't know. If, I think mm. we have talked about that on stream. They quadrupled the health of them. So doing high rounds and zombies just got a lot harder because of it. But I did the. Uh, so I, I found that my gun. I went and got a ray gun because I realized you know I wasn't able to keep killing them in a in a way that would be quick. You, I could have kept and trained the zombies or whatever, but. I don't want to do that. I'm trying to play as easy as possible to the point that I sat there in the penthouse of the die machine and tapped left trigger to activate Deadshot Daiquiri and then shoot it. Like, I just was tapping the triggers back and forth. Yeah. However many hours. I literally, I think I broke my controller. So I can't even rest <laughs> my finger on my left trigger of my controller without it zooming in. And even other games, I started playing other games. I'm like, what? What? Why am I? why am I not running? And I realized it's because my character was zooming in. Look, they kept zooming in that gun, or the uh, just because I was slightly touching that left trigger. Because I have mm. trained my controller that I'm trying to uh, activate Deadshot Daiquiri. Apparently, it's a PS5 controller. I've only had it what seven months, I think. But 
Vance, I did it though. We talked about it the other week. I ordered a new one of those. Uh, you know the they just released the new controllers. Yeah, the, the PS5. Uh, what the Midnight Black and the Jim Red or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, which one do you think I got? The red. Ah, you got the red one. I hate that I got the red one because, because you don't I, like that. I was thinking. Oh, hey now. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I actually hey. thought about buying both just to just for this conversation, <laughs> just because I do it. Uh, Man, no, I did order the red one. So I will tell you that I, I mentioned that this controller, uh, you know, the regular DualSense PS5 controllers. Uh, apparently now it's going to be my Zombies controller because uh, it is all prepped to, uh, to activate Deadshot Daiquiri. But I, I don't know if I could play Warzone with this, like with it just kind of unreliably zooming in. I played Borderlands uh, 2 for a little bit, and I realized it was doing it constantly on accident. Yeah. It may be... Uh, I think I, I didn't... I'm going to go out of town um, day after tomorrow, so I figure by the time I get back, the controller will be here because uh, I just it's a couple of two- or three-day delivery or something. So at that point, maybe, uh, mm. Vance, you and I can play some Warzone again because you've been playing it a bit lately, haven't you? Yes, sir. I've been playing a lot. Uh, uh, have you used yeah. any of the new guns? Uh, actually, uh, <laughs> actually, we all just uh, purchased um the nail gun uh, last night. Like, uh, man, I picked it up and I was just tearing through teams. I was like, yo, this is so OP. And I was like, you know what? I've never like been the one to buy a gun. Uh, like I said, I've been using the kilo for a minute, whatever like that. But uh, this um, yeah, but this nail gun, close quarters is unmatched. I don't care what you have. Like you gonna have to do every like every shot in somebody's head to beat that nail gun. I did. Uh, I actually act, I unlocked the nail gun. I think it's nice. zombies. All you would have had to do is I think with a pistol, get four hundred headshots. And in zombies, I mean it, it took me. I mean in one game, I don't know if I was on around ten or fifteen or twenty or something like that with the with the pistol, but it was very quick. Um, but I haven't played Warzone with it yet, but I, I've seen what it does in Warzone. Um, and even the MG82 that I was leveling up is, uh, and you don't have to level up the nail gun at all. It's There's no attachments. Right. It's, uh, I think it's considered yeah. an SMG in Warzone, but it's actually like yes. a special weapon class or whatever the, the, term, the designation is for that. But the yes. MG82, I wanted to level up potentially to use it in Warzone. I was thinking MG82 and nail gun. But the MG82, I think, was nerfed day one from what i what i understand uh, yeah, cause they have uh yeah like you were saying with um the nail gun see the challenge was you had to get like uh five kills uh with a special weapon in 15 different matches that's what the requirement was to unlock yeah, the in multiplayer yeah. yeah i was like yeah so you could have no. uh in plunder because i thought about that a little bit in plunder, I think what I would have done probably is use the ballistic knife, um, which I. Mm. But I think you all you would have had to unlock that too. But it does right. a uh, if you hit them in the head with the bullet, or the whatever, whatever comes out of the ballistic knife. It I returns think it, it's to a, it. Well, uh, if you run over it, like a at least in like zombies and the other thing, if you run over it, it restocks that in your ammo count. But the, if you hit them in the head, it's a one shot. And I oh think you have God. to hit them. Yeah, but you, it's hard because you can't you can't aim with it. Like you can't zoom in or anything. So you just have to control like you know and hip fire it. So I, I wouldn't even say it's hard. I would say it takes practice. Um, but I think if I was gonna do it because the 
crossbow is trash in Warzone because that again you have to hit him in the head and it takes forever to reload. And then the grenade launcher thing, whatever it's called, like M seventy nine, I think maybe. Yeah. Uh, that does that's not killing people in one shot either. So like all of these things that are these super special weapons are literally all trash, except for the nail gun which they added. How does but a grenade launcher not get... kill somebody in one shot? Man, look, there's a lot of <laughs> weapons that they had nerfed and like, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I've literally like hit somebody with the Simtech and all it does is like crack this shit. I've like in the C4 is like they nerfed like you know a couple seasons ago, but I'm just like, man, a C C4 could take take down like half a block. Like there is no yeah. crack shield. Like you know you're done, no down. Like you're done. Like I'm just like this is this is crazy, man. But the yeah. new snipers they got. Oh man, let me tell you something. I've been cracking people got dang generations with that. I mean, the, headshots. Uh, what is... Was it the the Swiss or the K thirty one or whatever it's called? Uh, I don't know. This is to me like a look like the old fifty cal with a better scope on it, but it's oh. like the big one, the epic or something like that. Well, I think they have a legendary version too, but the epic one. I think now everything is with an M apparently, but it might be like the M eighty two because I think they did some sort of rebalance on the. Uh... Maybe it was just that sniper or the barrels or something with these recently, but that is one that is or had been horrendously bad to the point where I will tell you, I don't think in all my Warzone time in spectating and watching, you know, watching it on YouTube and everything else or Twitch, I don't think I'd ever seen someone use that sniper in Warzone. It just was, it was that unwieldy and bad, but with these updates and these changes they've been doing, it's been getting there. Yeah. But they did. Yeah. The new, the new snipers, the, I think K31 Swiss, and that is uh, supposed to be like a counterpart to the Car 98, and I love the Car 98. I Man, use that like if I'm yeah, sniping in Warzone nice. almost exclusively, I'm using the, the Car 98. Everyone saw like the uh, HDR, but the, <clears throat> the 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 Swiss does way more damage for non headshots than the Car 98. So that's like I've I've sniped people at range with the Car 98 like four or five times. And not killed him. But I think the, the Swiss does like two or three times the damage per hit or something when it's not a headshot. Yeah, it's really like... Really trying to move the meta away from the Car 98 is what it, is what it seems like. And you know what? To, to me, is it's just like there is a sniper that I've picked up that I've cracked somebody, <laughs> cracked somebody in the head and like haven't dropped them. And uh, just like what I tell people, I mean, it's like you have to almost be smart with the snipers. Like, if, if my whole team is sitting on, let's say, Charlie 19, and I snipe somebody in the employee, employee lot, to me, that's a waste of a snipe because their team is going to pick them up 10 out of 10 times. Like, like unless you have uh, uh, you know somebody who's trying to get their streams up and they're doing no fields coming in the quads, like, other than that, like, you just waste them bullets and you just making them waste shields at that point. Now, if you are strategic with it, then yeah, go ahead and do your thing. But, I mean, like, I, I don't even have a sniper class, but, you know, I picked up the car 98 off somebody. I picked up, uh, like I said, like a little big boy sniper, the little other, like, um, uh, what's that, the DMP or something, whatever, like that everybody's using, too. I picked that up and cracked everybody with it, but, you know, I've been sniping since Halo, so I'm a true sniper. I don't care. I don't care. I'm dropping everybody. <laughs> like, I don't care. Give me that. <clears throat> yeah, but... You know what you said about shooting them in the head and not having them die? Did you know, because most people didn't know until I think a month or two ago, that there is actually a neck damage. Uh, so normally, 
the thought process was there was chest, there was stomach, and there was extremities in addition right. to the head. Well, it was determined when that sniper, I think the one you're talking about, but I can't remember the name of it, the one that came out you know, again a month or two ago, that there is actually a neck multiplier, like a neck damage that is separate from the others. And the neck damage for snipers, I think, is around 200. So if they have their third, or if they have their third plate, they would have 250. So you would basically break their shield and get them down to 20% health or, or somewhere around there. Mm, uh, right. If you hit them in the, if you hit them in the neck. But the, I think headshots for every sniper, I believe, are 250 exactly, which is the max health you can have. Right. But I don't know. You don't have a sniper class at all? Is that – what mm -hmm. have you been running, man? So you got the nail gun now. What are you – you're running the kilo nail gun every game? Or uh, no, uh, I, I built the, the nail gun class. But um, depending on how we play, honestly, like so – all right, so if, if we land – we just luck up, and because uh, we don't even really play the big map anymore. Like I play the big map with my brother-in-law, but I mean, most of the time we're playing um, resurgence. So if we land quick and we get loadout money, then my first class I might get will be probably my overkill class, which consists of the far and the it was the Mac Ten, but I recently had changed it, and now I'm running the the FAR eighty three. With uh, with a kilo. No, no, no. I'm sorry, not with the kilo, with the pila. And I've been getting kills with the pila lately, man. Like, like as a secondary, like close quarters. And um, I'm very patient. Like, like I was showing us JQ like a, a stream where like I literally like held like my pila aim up for probably like a good minute and a half because I knew this guy was coming around the corner and he's creeping, and I'm going to be just as patient as you. You know, so, you know, I, I know some people, they like sit there and they might look at something for five seconds, then they turn around and they moving. Like, not me. Like, I'm very, 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 very patient. I feel personally you know? attacked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you should. Same thing. See, now, but, uh, but that's, but, 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 I mean, so back to being toxic, it's like, so last night we was running with a random guy. And, I mean, we're dropping and it's like last, second to last circle. We have a loadout, you know what I'm saying? Like, but he's landing far because he wants to see what's going on with this loadout. Why do you want to see what's going on with that loadout when we have our own loadout? Like, we have like our own loadout, own money, whatever, like that. It's like now we're down, down. So <laughs> we were in a group and they're like, all right, all right, V, you pick the spot. So I picked the spot. I said, look, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to move. Everybody going to land on the one spot. We're not going to split up like somebody land roof, somebody land floor. No, we're all going to land on the roof and we're all going to, you know, attack whoever comes because a lot of people want to run and get a gun, but they fail to realize when you pick up a gun, you're only having 25 or 30 rounds, which means unless this person is just a sure shot, they have to hit one person with at least four or five rounds in the head to drop them to have enough bullets to finish off the rest of the three. If we all have pistols with 17 rounds and we can shoot them faster than that AR or whatever spits out, we have the advantage 10 out of 10 times. But everybody yeah. is like psychologically jacked up, like, I need a gun. No, you have a gun. You land with a pistol, that's epic. Like, it does great damage. You know, you just, we just all have to be shooting at the same target to get them now faster. Then we take over floors like that. So, the so couple is times, the gun now, the pistol is 17 bullets? Because the last time I played, I thought it was 8 bullets. No, uh, uh no. The the pistol that you uh get straight out the helicopter is either seventeen to fifteen, depending on which one you get. Like like depending on which one they give really? you. But yeah, yeah, seventeen to okay. fifteen bullets. 
Yeah. All right. But uh, what you're saying is true, dude, because I have been the victim of that. And I, I even for I can remember it just being a time when I was playing Warzone, like for over the course of however long uh, that would be a thing. I would find I would die so often immediately because I was going and looking for a gun. And it took me, I think, watching probably Aiden, you know, who's the number one earning Warzone pro, watching him and this right. guy. Doesn't matter, dude. That the last thing he's worried about is getting a gun. He's just gonna murder everyone just with his pistol. And I was like, okay. Every time I land, I'm like, oh, I didn't find a gun. I had a gun in my hand, right? Like, but I was falling victim to the same kind of mentality that you're you're talking about. And you're absolutely right. That pistol is uh, well, whether the pistol itself is good or not, the utility that you're getting out of having something that fires bullets immediately, you know, before you even touch the ground is is often uh, overlooked, I think, by people. Right. So so it's like, you know, you you just have to, like, explain to somebody. It's like, okay, like, I forget when Warzone came out, but now everybody who plays Warzone now who's consistently been playing, you should have somewhat of a strategy, somewhat of an identity when you play Warzone. You should no longer be making the same mistakes that you're making now that you were making day or, let's say, you know, month one when it first came out. And you didn't know the maps and you didn't know, you know, the little nooks and crannies. Like now you should have a strategy going into the game and you stick to that strategy. You know, it don't matter if you have one random or whatever, either that random is going to fall in place or that random is just going to be a great random and he's going to carry you or they just have to come in, you know. So, so that's my aggravation, you know, like with the team, it's just like we got to stop doing the same thing, you know. And and one of my biggest peeves with Warzone is. You have those cheesy solo players. Like, if you're in quads and you're the last one left and your team is depending on you, then what? You're going to sit there and you're going to literally ride the storm. If you find a gas mask, you're going to sit in the storm. You know, so, and, 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 you know, people are running away from the storm. And I'm like, bro, there's at least two people in the storm. And I just sit there waiting. Sure enough, here they come out and da 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 da. But I'm like, you know this. Like, like this is something. Like, like this is something people have been doing in Fortnite. Like, they ride the storm in. Like, they're solos. Yeah. Like, they're trying to catch you with your back turn, hit you with a sneaky grenade or something like that, snipe you in the back or something. So, yeah, man, it's just... <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but I love it, though. <laughs> you, you actually remind me of a time when Jason and I were, beginning, were becoming really frustrated with Warzone because we were playing very often for, for quite a while, and we weren't getting wins, and it didn't seem like we were improving... And we started, uh, you know, we even went into private lobbies and we gave ourselves uh, 250 health. And right. we would just trade off. We'd go into, you know, the lobby and just trade off on just killing the other. You know, it was just like, uh, and then we got to the point where we'd then try to kill each other at the same time. It was just to, like, get our recoil control under, uh, you know, under control and figure out how do these things even work. Like, because right. we just start shooting the gun and not control the recoil at all. And, like, how is this person murdering me? It was just so amateur, you know, our understanding of, of the mechanics of it in Warzone because my favorite map was Shipment, dude. I never controlled recoil at all. You know, I was just squeezing the trigger because they were always so close it didn't matter. And when right. it started getting down these long-range gunfights, it was just so apparent. But we started watching uh, Iceman Isaac, and Iceman Isaac would do, I think he called it like Warzone University or something, and he would be teaching you things about playing a battle royale. He's not, you know, he would do educational uh, commentary while he's playing, and that was such a big, like a game-changer for us. And... Uh, 
talking about pinwheel rotations around the storm and and choosing the way to rotate based on you know the other information that's available to you and we started playing smart and we still had recoil under control and we had kind of a plan going into the match you know every time we'd have a plan going in and we got to the point where we'd be winning you know multiple times in a in a gaming session you know over a few hours and right. uh, it felt amazing to learn that but man even now playing lately i feel like going back in it's like well my trigger my uh, recoil control is garbage <laughs> can't do that anymore just you know i have to go practice that again and then it's the game sense of things that are happening is, is lost it's one of these like you have to stay on it or you have to have some inherent skill with battle royale is what it seems like um but i get it man i get the frustration because if you are playing it all the time now and you feel like you probably feel like you're in a good place with it i'm gonna tell you if you and i went and played right now it would probably be frustrating for you because i don't think i'd be able to play the way i should be able to you know that's probably <clears throat> the case with a lot of people who don't play often unfortunately but you know what but like um multiplayer like comes in to a point where it's like like the map doesn't change. So if you're a good multiplayer as far as spawns and stuff like that, then to me that should transition into Warzone only because once the storm becomes so small, it turns into a multiplayer map. You know, because now it's only so many directions that the enemy can come. I mean just like um I I told the guys, I said, Okay, we're inside of a building, we have great positions. Why are you looking out? Now you you risk the okay you getting sniped you know what I'm saying like and and now we have to spend time of uh, picking you up where's the shot coming from uh, precision and clusters are being dropped on us now people pushing you know pushing us and it's just like be still like you know like, and that's my thing is like just look I understand the the, the YouTube guys make it nice you know ten twelve kills in the win that's great. But, you know, I, I, I want matches where, you know, we've only had like six kills between, you know, four people, you know, and, and I mean, like, you, know, you just have to decide going in, like, like you know, what you want to do, you know. Vance, did I ever tell you about the time that Jason and I won a duos game with a, to a combined total of two kills? Wow. Uh -uh. So we, we were playing horribly. Uh, we both went to the gulag with zero kills. He lost his. I won mine. So that's one of the kills. Came back, rezzed him. He ended up dying again. He's he's a good player, guys. It's just a bad. It's a horrible, a horrible game, right? That's right. and then I, but we knew because we had the game sense that we got a Bertha and we brought it to where we were in the end game as we were controlling our our building. And I just remember telling him, I was like, uh, you know, I just kept saying it, Bertha OP, man, Bertha OP. As like well, we know the guy where the guy is, he's over that way. And I just told Jason, I'm like, all right, man, Bertha OP, I'm going to go for it. And then that's when he ended up getting, like, sniped by the guy or something. And I just took the Bertha full health. No one had shot it all game. And I I, uh, I took it over, and the guy throws a C4 down on the ground. Well, I know that one C4 is not going to blow up a Bertha. He right. did not know that. And he blows up the Bertha, and I run over him and kill him. And that was our two. Wow. I think I had 100 damage because I – oh, no, I had more damage because I had sniped the guys. We had just – Nothing, you know, horrible, horrible game all the way through, but it was enough, you know, to get the win. So at a two game, a two kill combined duo uh, kills is still a win. It's still a win, right? Right. So, <laughs> I get it. It still felt good. It actually felt a little better than some of the better wins I've had, you know, with the, you know, kills in the teens or whatever, because we definitely didn't earn it, but we got it. You know, like, I guess we barely earned it.
Right, that's funny. Yeah, man, I'm I'm there for the W. I don't care how many kills we got to get or don't get to get it. I'm here for the dub. All that's right. the thing too, man. Like when we played Modern Warfare, you know, we got challenged. Tony and I got challenged. I think we've talked about it. Someone had gotten like 103 or 106 kills in a on a shipment map. Right. And they came in talking all sorts of trash and uh, laid down the gauntlet. I said, I said, I'll I'll beat that tonight. No problem. Right. Well, really? You think you're going to? Yeah, of course I am. 100%. Right. And the next day he comes in and goes, hey, I didn't see you get online yesterday. It turned out I had to, like, a, a an employee had to go to the hospital. So I was at the emergency room, like, all night. <laughs> like, right. And so I'm like, all right, well. And, and Tony, uh, being thrown under the bus, did try, didn't succeed that day, just saying. But he had his he had his uh, gold you know his record for one more day and i went the next day we all played together just demolished his record nice. you know not even like not even comparable to to what we were able to get and i told him like i play the objective dude like my right. my win percentage of modern warfare was like three or four times what his was i'm like i'm playing to win dude right. like i'm on that objective i'm going to get kills but i'm going to that objective we've talked about it on the podcast that's my house <laughs> like you right. don't come into my house Right. Like that, like I'm, that was always the goal is to win the game, win the game at whatever cost, you know, and it seems like, you know, there are a lot of people that think differently than that. You'll watch people. Oh, of course, by the way, this game where we're crushing his hundred something kills, uh, we lost. We had, you remember mm. that Tony, you had 95 that game. He mm. had like 50 something. I mean, we probably had two yeah. or three times the amount of kills as the other team and we lost. I probably <laughs> still have the screenshot somewhere. Uh, we lost the game. What 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 the point was all of, all of our flex about how many kills we got? <laughs> you know, it's like we lost. Yeah. They were better than us. We were better than them in this tiny little way, but they beat us. We lost. So what does it even matter? Like that, like the record, these kill records and stuff like that shouldn't even count if you don't get the win. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I was more proud with uh, that. Was like the one stat that I was always more proud of was those win percentages. Man, right. Yeah, hey, Vance. It took me a second when you sent that uh, that screenshot yesterday. Yeah, you didn't put any commentary with it. You didn't put any commentary with it. All it is is an image, and it says "sent from heaven" across the this character, and then your little clan, your clan name in front of it. And for the life of me, because of the way that was centered on the screen, I thought he's telling me he joined a clan called Kobe. I don't know. Right. <laughs> and then after after about two minutes of me staring at it, I finally realized what it was. I'm like, oh, that's a that's a war zone victory because it's yeah. actually inside of a helicopter. And I'm like, okay, I get it now. <laughs> yeah. I, see, you have to. I I don't recognize that as instantaneously because you know I rarely see the inside of the helicopter. Uh, God, <laughs> so, yeah, that's why it's like it took me a moment, you know. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. See, and, and I mean, like, that's the only thing, like, we care about. Like, the guys I play Warzone with, we just care about the wins. Like, not, not people's KDs and all that. Like, the win. We here for the win. Like, like I said, it don't matter if you get 20 kills and you don't get inside a helicopter. Like, that don't matter at all. I did tell Tony that my first solo game, my only solo game I played in the past six-something months, uh, I got 16 kills. And lost in second place, and I hated it. Like I just hated it. Right. It didn't matter to me that I had gotten a pretty decent kill game. You know, it was that I lost, and I didn't right. even take a shot at the guy that 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 beat me. You know, it was. I don't know. It 
getting the win is definitely the more satisfying thing than I can't even remember. Like that's the only game I lost that I can remember how many kills I got. And I've gotten more kills than that. I'm sure. Uh, like I remember like all the games that I can think of having like high kill games, like high teens or twenties, uh, low twenties. All right. Let's just be honest. Uh, <laughs> are wins, you know, like I don't, I, I don't remember. I, don't, I probably don't even know what my PR is because I probably didn't win that game. You know, I know my highest wins I've ever had our highest kills in a match, but I won that one, uh, highest kills in a win, you know, but I don't know if I've, I don't think I've had more than that. That's probably, I think 23 is, I don't think there's any way I dropped 24 kills and forgot about it. Let's be honest. Right. <laughs> Kobe. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure I've had some high teen games that weren't as satisfying as my two kill win. Put it that way. Mm-hmm. With the, and the second one with the truck and the first one in the gulag. It's about as, it's about as, <laughs> As a, you know, smallest amount you could do to win a game right there, but there it hey, was, and I feel and I feel good about it. Hey, it's yeah, it's it's crazy because you can win a match. I mean, like I won a match like with no kills, and it's like you just it's it feels great because you know like that player that lost was stupid. He got caught in a storm. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, I like almost want to do that out. challenge. Like, I almost want to do that as a challenge to try to get a zero uh, kill win. Yeah, I, I, the strat I would do is a uh, just get a riot shield class, yeah. and then uh, I think just probably try to get enough money to where I could stay in the storm and buy gas masks at a nearby, uh, whatever it's called, buy station. That's right. probably what I'd try to do. Or, alternatively, get a bunch of ammo boxes and try to stun the person, you know, while hiding behind my riot shield, try to stun the person to keep them from being able to rotate out of the gas. Those are the two things I could think of. So using... Uh, or using just the, dumb luck. Yeah, you'd be relying on the map to kill off your opponents, right? You and uh, it all indirect kills. Uh, speaking of, isn't there something that's up uh, here recently with a new update about something in-game that's killing players? Yeah, there's literally a door <laughs> that if you walk over near it, it will kill you. It's like so, Tony. They added this uh, new functionality. So they did. They've done these things to try to get mobility into the game, which this is. I think honestly, Fortnite has just consistently. I mean, there's been some seasons that were not as well. It's not as well done, but Fortnite has consistently found reliable ways for their players to move around the map. Right. Uh, jump pads. Uh, I haven't played it in a long time. I can't remember. Oh, the water, the streams, the boats, these different you know right. vehicles that could get you around. In Warzone, there's it generally has not been really good mobility. There's the vehicles, but then they're you know as far as if I don't have a vehicle, I can't really get anywhere. Well, they added these things. They added the subway a while ago. I don't think I ever once took it because I don't know. It just seemed like a really dumb way to get around the map. It, it's I don't even know. Mm. There had to be a tiny percentage of people that used it. Yeah, but you then now they've added red doors. Oh, okay. oh red doors. The, the, they've added these red doors, and from my little, I haven't seen a single streamer video or anything of someone taking them. Um, but from what I understand, the red doors spawn in varying places, uh, so they're not. You can't consistently go down to where one is, and then it, it's going to teleport you to a random area. So it's not consistent where it teleports you. Why would you ever take that <laughs> in a game where gas is absorbed, like you're covering large areas of the map? I could go through that 
uh, I could go through this door and be in an area that is covered in the gas and just die. Could you run right back in it? I don't know. Like, but that's just the dumbest thing. Like, they've implemented mobility in the worst ways. But not only that, they added a tank, by the way. Do you guys know that? And you can like mm. heal it, and it <clears> has an always-on UAV, and it has built-in uh, uh, what is the jammers for the grenades and stuff. It's got that built in. It has a buy station on it, so you can con- you can consistently buy like other things on it. Why would you put this in the game? You know, like it's it's literally the dumbest thing. I think they might have already removed it, but it was definitely in there. Like I I did see a video of someone using it, and I thought this is just the dumb. And it's got a turret on it. You could just get off and get in the turret as a solo, or have a person riding in it, and it's uh it just like murder everyone. Why are they not thinking through these processes? And in addition to all that. If you walk near some random door, you die. <laughs> like, what are they doing, man? I don't know. I haven't I haven't played it in a little bit. I'd like to play it. I and the nail gun is actually seems kind of I used it in zombies a little bit. Um and it seems interesting, but what's crazy about the nail gun is if you play Cold War, it'll kill a player in what seems to be the exact same amount of time as if you're in Warzone. So in Warzone you have, uh, uh, you know, what? what is it, 150% more health? Instead of 100 health base, you have 100 health and then 150 in shield health or armor health. Uh, and it'll kill you just as quick in Warzone as it will kill someone in Cold War. Like, the way that they've balanced it, I mean, it needs to be able to kill quicker. It needs to have its own balance for Warzone specifically. But it is ridiculous. I've seen I've seen the video clips of it, and it's it's completely... It needs to be nerfed, like absolutely. And advance that sucks because they will nerf this thing, and you bought it. You know, it, the I'm sure the skin you bought is the one with the blood and stuff on it. Uh, I am not sure. I didn't even go through the um. I didn't even go through the uh, like the battle blow, the little bundle. I just I just uh, equipped it, the nail gun. That was it. Oh, I'm gotcha. I'm not sure what the what the uh, what the other stuff came with. At least the one I saw looks really cool. The uh, it's got like blood splatter on it, but I mean it's. Oh, it's... you talking about the you talking about the uh, nail gun camo yeah. or whatever? Yeah. Yes, 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 yeah, yeah, framework. Yes, yes. Yeah. It has so it looks really yes. cool, but it's certainly going to be nerfed, like pretty quickly, I would guess. So they already nerfed the MG82, which was way overpowered, but and I think it's still pretty overpowered to be honest with you. But the nail gun, uh, it is. From what I've seen, it appears to be the only short-range weapon, like point-blank or within maybe 10 or 15 meters. Uh, it seems to be the only weapon at all that's worth using because everything else is going to get annihilated by it. And Vance, you bought it. I, mean, I would expect that you would feel the same way. Well, yeah. I mean, I I, I was like, uh, it's pretty cool. Like, I mean, I, I picked it up off the ground, but like I said, my own class, I haven't used it yet. But I don't know, man. It's like... I rarely, and I mean rarely, lose with that bullfrog. I mean, that bullfrog close range is, I don't even know. I mean, it's switch cheese and cats. I mean, I can't even lie to you. I mean, because, matter of yeah. fact, the guy that I, I killed, the uh, I mean, yeah, the guy that I killed to get his nail gun, yeah, I had the bullfrog when I killed him. Yeah, he came in dumping, but I'm like, man, this bullfrog spitting, man. <laughs> I don't know well, what you're The bullfrog has a really high damage, uh, headshot damage multiplayer. Uh, so if you, I think if my understanding is if you hit one headshot, like it's got one of the most competitive time to kills. Uh, but the 
at least from what I have witnessed, I haven't used it. I haven't actually looked at the numbers, I don't think, either. I could maybe pull them up. But the, uh, the nail gun appears to have the fastest time to, uh, time to kill. I'll actually check it here uh, while we're chatting. Uh, the nail gun kills 100 milliseconds faster than the uh, fastest killing SMG, which is the Cold War MP5, which I, I do have that on my classes right now. And I think that's a 400-something millisecond kill, so that means that the nail gun is a 300-something uh, millisecond kill. Yeah, they nerfed the MG82 day one. The nail gun's still going, probably because the nail gun is purchasable in the shop. Right. I, mean, I was about to say, yeah, yeah it's making them money. Uh, yeah, here, nail gun has the fastest TTK in Warzone. I think this is of any weapon, by the way. Everyone is calling for a nerf on this thing, but I don't, I don't see a... Man, look, people just need to get it, all right? <laughs> uh, I got it, man. I got right. I, I, That was the first thing I did. Is when it came out, I went in and unlocked it. I can't remember. The nail gun was uh, it was annoying. I don't remember what I had yeah. to do. Yeah. I think I actually told you wrong earlier. If I was saying the uh, the nail gun challenge. Well, see, well, there is a glitch that uh, Tony and I can benefit from. So, for some reason, even though your Activision account is one account, your uh, COD points are only to the console. So, like, with Fortnite, you know, like, whatever I spend V-Bucks on the Switch, Xbox, or PlayStation, it takes away from one bank. But, um, so I bought the Battle Pass on the PlayStation, but my, um, my Xbox COD points were still there. And then I end up buying a nail gun on the Xbox. So I was like, oh, okay. Do you think it's just, uh, there? you think there's just a lag? No, because it's been days now. Because really? what? Because the, yeah, cause the, uh, cause the new Battle Pass came on the 17th, so it's been at least four days. Uh, see, that? but it's crazy because even 2K on the um, Xbox is like that. Uh, da, da, da. All right, so there's a glitch on PlayStation 5 that if you max out all, like, the Gatorades and stuff like that, I mean, uh, not the Gatorades, but the, like, the boosts, uh, you don't lose it. So, like, if, if I buy one Gatorade, if I lose it, I mean, use it or, or boost, like, a jump shot boost and use it, then it's gone. But since I bought 99 of them, it doesn't move. But on the Xbox, if you max all of them out from 99, you still lose it, even though it's the same game, same company. Just different consoles that I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but glad glad he didn't touch it on PlayStation. Yeah, so it's 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 crazy how you know like like I don't know who who runs the that type of stuff, but it's crazy how they have you know like glitches on one and not the other, and then it's like they don't ever fix it on the one that's glitched. They just like whatever. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't care. They got to make some money, right? Speaking of making money, Clint, there's a, uh, a re uh, reappearance of a game on the PlayStation Store. Woo! Uh, <laughs> what game uh, was that? Included Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, possibly, I would say probably at least for 
PlayStation. Uh, this has got to be one of the worst launches in the history of the world. Uh, and you can now, again, purchase it on the PlayStation Store. You could not for six months or whatever because the game was that horrendously bad that they would not allow it on their store. And now you can buy it. But look at this. This is actually the the tweet from Cyberpunk uh, at Cyberpunk Game, right? And this is a verified account, so this is their, their account. It says, Users may continue to experience some performance issues with the PS4 edition while we continue to improve stability across all platforms. The PS4 Pro and PS5 versions of the game will provide the best experience on PlayStation. So they are literally telling you, do not buy our game on <laughs> PS4. And there was also a PlayStation as, as, as well as giving uh, some sort of, uh, you know, message if you're trying to buy it that it might not be stable, whatever. Like, uh, and uh, let's see, Microsoft had added it to the Xbox store as well. Uh, well, I, don't I, it ever, I don't think it ever. Left. Yeah. I don't think yeah, it ever left. Yeah, Microsoft put the warning on the store, mm-hmm. and then Sony pulled it. Uh, I, I just I don't understand. And it's fifty dollars. Yes, <laughs> right. Fifty dollars. Still fifty dollars. What is? You know, <sighs> I'm gonna I'll steal know. this game. That's what I want to do. Dude, sure. I, I don't even want to play it. If I was wanting to play well, this game, I would find yeah. a way to illegally acquire it so that they would not get money. That's Dude, how upset I, I am at this company. I have the disc. You could just borrow it. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to actually play it. <laughs> Screw that. I wouldn't play oh, it until... I'm so upset I wouldn't at this. Play it on, if you got a PS5, I wouldn't play it till it dropped. Uh, was it October or November when it's supposed to drop with uh, new PS5 uh, upgrades and stuff? I would just wait. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to play it then either. I'm not gonna get. Yeah, like, I... If there's anything I do that's gonna give this company money, I will do the opposite of that. Sorry, man. Well, see, Go was... ahead. I keep. I keep well, getting upset. Well, no. well, I uh, I got it on the P on PS4. Then I I took it back like a smart man and got it on the Xbox. Now I do remember the person um the person who told me that they got it. It was uh Becker. Becker had said that um you know he had actually gotten it on uh PC. And uh, he said when he first, you know, played, he said, yeah, it was kind of glitchy, but it wasn't unplayable. And, and you know, it now it comes down to, you know, well, you know, when we first started talking about the game, people's, like, you know, perspective. It's like you may have one person who may find, like, a little eyelash in their salad, and it's like, okay, I'm just not going to eat the salad. But then you may have that person that find an eyelash who wants to call the CEO, who wants to call corporate, who wants to write this big, you know, 30-page email about the eyelash in the salad. And I think... That's what happened to Sony, Sony people, because Xbox and PC, they were just like, okay, it's not, it's not, uh, you know, it ain't that bad, and that's why I feel like it was still on there. Like I did, I just switched out the game, you know. I'm just like, okay, you know, like there are um, many other games I can play, so I'm not gonna put my energy of hate toward this game because guess what? It's it's like it happens. I mean, how many recalls are there on cars? You know, what I mean, like <laughs> how many times have you seen a newly painted playing it? Painting and it needs an air stock. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's cool. You know what I'm saying? It's right. cool. I'm just I'm just gonna let the game sit. You know, and and you know I do keep up with the updates. You know, so I'm just like okay, you know another update, nice. Another update, nice. Okay, so when I pop in the game, all my updates gonna be ready. Like so, you know, I don't know. Well, what's amazing? <clears throat> what's amazing about the whole the, the game is, I mean, I bought it for PS5, 
the PS4 version for the PS5. Um, played it, beat it. Took 36 hours to beat the campaign. Um, so it was playable for sure. Uh, it did not live up to any of the um, expectations that they set for it. And all that the publicity, the all the, this is the greatest game that's ever going to be ever put on a platform ever because this is, nobody's going to realize just the quality that we're going to get, the the experience that we're going to get. And it, you talk about not living up to anything um, that they advertised that, what people problem. were talking up. I mean, that's, that is the game. That's the game that everybody will hold up and say, the biggest letdown game. It, it's that it was dishonest in so many ways. The, the company showed its true colors with that game. Completely overhyped, completely underdeveloped, dishonest in the game. Uh, the game reviewers would not let the game reviewers review the console version. You know, like suppressed all sorts of information around it. They knew exactly what they had, and they lied. So they are we dishonest. talking about cyberpunk, or are we talking about the government? Yeah. Uh, all of the above. <laughs> See, so here, so 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 here's the thing: not to go down that rabbit hole, but here's here's the thing: we live in a country that does it every single day. Why was like so? I don't get the hate towards cyberpunk when you wake up and you live it every single day. Well, no matter if cyberpunk is a very convenient example uh, of the the dishonesty and you know the garbage human nature or that capitalism baby nature that we got to deal with all the time, and it's right there in front of us, and they put their massive failure on display for us all while trying to pull the wool over our eyes. But we could see it. They were caught. We know they're a garbage company. Right? Hey, Mc, so the hey, fact McDonald's. that it's been... Well, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was like, hey, McDonald's even, even publicly says serving, what, billions daily? And my sandwich never looks like the commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the <laughs> you <know> thing. <laughs> and if that bothers you, don't eat at McDonald's, right? You know, that's right. the thing. Like, uh, right. There's, and there's well, plenty uh, of reasons. Here's, here's the thing about uh, CD Projekt Red. Um, Kind of, mm, project yeah. wrecked that kind of made it worse he says red it. all the time um, yeah it is red the, the real name is red <laughs> the name yeah, the, the given name uh, that the given name that we is wrecked um okay yeah, so CD, red CD is project wrecked is yeah, i think yeah, that's yeah. uh you know what's actually on their paperwork the you know, correct name is cd project red the okay the joking name we've given them is cd project wrecked uh because of the product that they put out but the, 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 fun, the, the, the thing about uh, about it was was like you know there's a few things there's there's the video game industry is weird right uh, both the industry itself and the people that are big fans of it like people uh, video game players uh, like to point out that if a game is uh, developed under crunch then oh, this is a horrible work environment that you have your employees doing, you know, that they have to work overtime to put out their, put out this game. How, how dare you, right? So 
they would always point to CD Projekt Red as the ideal company, the model company um, that knows how to treat its employees, that would never ask its employees to work overtime and, and, and work uh, extra hours uh, under a deadline. Uh, it's a company that it's guaranteed to put out a quality product. And it, even if you go to their website and look at their uh, their uh, um, their kind of foundation of how they expect to operate. It even says in their little bylaws and their mission statement is that we'll be truthful, honest, and um, provide the best experience, the best quality, and we'll always think about our players, uh, our customers first. It says that in their mission statement, right? Because I went and read it uh, on their website. <laughs> and... They did not Man, live up. They did not live up to any of those ideals, right? Uh, so that's why they're getting such a hard time from the overall industry. Is because everybody bought their story for you know a, the last seven years about how they were the, the perfect ideal company to work for, and it turns out that they were just were a bunch of liars i hate to call anybody that but that's basically what it was you know and now they have the investors that are um calling for the resignation of their ceo and their cfo and whatever because of you know good of kind of what their behavior in this whole situation i mean because they've ruined their reputation pretty much i mean yeah would you say they wrecked it <laughs> they wrecked their reputation yes but yeah I just think that when you when you see that they have tarnished, you know, they tarnished their reputation, they they pulled the wool over people's eyes, they used all these dishonest practices, like, I will not reward that. I'm not going to spend $50 on that. Just like I don't go out of my way to pay extra taxes, you know, <laughs> for... Because I'm not, oh, man, look at all these things they're doing. If they're giving me an option, oh, you, hey, if you pay extra taxes, you could, no, I'm not paying extra taxes because I don't like the way you're spending my first amount of taxes, right? Like, but you got to take a stand somewhere. And for me, it's easy. I'm not going to give garbage companies my money, you know, or at least, uh, I don't know, maybe I do all the time, but not when they've made it so painfully obvious that they're a garbage company. So that's why I will not be buying uh, CD Projekt Rec's game. Or any games that they probably ever put out, as far as I'm concerned. Unless there's, like, some massive change in, you know, CEO and CFO drop uh, steps down or whatever. Like, if it's if I feel like it's not the same company that did that, then maybe. But I don't. also, I don't want to just, like, let them mm -hmm. take the easy way out, you know, to swindle me, you know, the next time. And I didn't even buy the game. You know, I waited. We were still pretty good about our not pre-ordering games thing, you know, back then. Right. Maybe well, maybe some of us more than others, though. I guess, huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm, um, I'm like, I don't know. I just, uh, I just feel like you know, like there's a lot of uh, misleading stuff going on. So it's just like, eh, I'd be alright, you know. Like I said, I mean, I, I waited and I actually bought the game for thirty dollars. You know, I was, you know, waited. <laughs> so I said, well, let me see what's about. So you know. I'm just chilling, like I said, you know, I, I got it, I'm, I'm chilling, you know, I feel like it's money well spent, because everybody who's out, who I've talked to about the game, even with the glitches, say that it's a well thought out game, and just like, you know, like Becker was saying, he said he felt like 
he liked the game because he could actually see the future being like that. So he still had positive things to say, and he got the concept of the game was going on even through the glitches. And I think that's the whole focus. Like, if it, like, like this is what I'm gonna do, and we're gonna come back to this uh, next week. But Tony, I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna and I'm a just put out this 2K is the best 2K ever, and you're gonna see the amount of hate for this game. But 2K <laughs> never. Yeah, but but 2K never put out a refund. 2K never did. And mind you, like like 2 like everybody knows 2K is trash, but they just stand by their product. Like so, like guess what? You spent the money on it. Like you you like nobody twisted your on. Oh, nobody put you in the figure four or full Nelson for you to buy this game. You know, so so if, if there was no really reviews on it, there was really like no gameplay on it, whatever like that. Then you still went out and it did like a blind purchase, and that's on you. You know, hey, we offer refunds. Guess what? You got some money back or whatever. So, but people just get so angry. And I'm like, why? Why are you so angry when you had a choice? <laughs> so, I, like, I'm angry. I didn't even buy the game. They've got zero of my money. <laughs> I'm angry because I think it's despicable what they've done. And I think that they should not be allowed to continue to do what they're doing. You know, right. when and when I say that, I mean like pulling the wool over people's eyes, using dishonest business practices. Um, they're getting sued like crazy, right, all over the place. And I hope they lose every single one of those lawsuits. And again, I am a completely outside uh, party to that entire shenanigans, and I still want them punished because you should not be allowed to do bad things and profit from them. <laughs> hey, hey, you're right. La- la- right. Laugh at that, Whiskey. Laugh at that. Look, look, man, there is so much we can say about that. that we, 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 we would have to do a separate week-long podcast about that. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, we wouldn't even look. scratch the surface. Yeah. You're right, you're right. So, yeah, but, right. And here's the thing. I, uh, I can't even say, like, man, I, I will tell you that I... Uh, we we've used the phrase before, and it's a pretty com- a pretty common one. Vote with your wallet or whatever, right. uh, and and we'll and we'll do that. Like here's the the other example I was thinking of is I was reading about that we talked about it. I think last week or the week before, Back for Blood was coming out, and it was like a spiritual successor to the Left for Dead series. Well, it has been announced now or confirmed by the studio. It is going to be an always-on game. You will not be able to play this game unless you are connected to the internet and maintain your internet connection the whole time. They just did that with Outriders. They've done this with other games we've talked about. Uh, I don't even know if I want to play the game now. It's like, why are, why are you... I don't want to be a part of them making decisions that are taking the gaming industry and us as like the end user, the players, uh, where we're being punished for their decisions. Like I don't want to support that. And uh, I might really enjoy that game, but I don't have to play that game. Just like you're saying, no one's going to put a gun to my head, so maybe I won't buy the game if they're not if they're going to release a product that's poorly that is not considering me when they're making it for me, right? I'm always a very interested party to that, and I had been for months. I was interested in this game. You're going to tell me that you're going to do the same garbage where I got to worry about your servers on this game that is. Uh, has at least it's spiritual successor to the others. You did not have to be online for the others. You could have AI partners. You could have, you know, you uh, you did not need to have other people in your party. Why are they doing it? And it's it's market greed, you know. And they're gonna punish me so that they could just do a little bit better with whatever metric or what or whatever it is they're looking for. 
Like, I just don't want to be a part of it, man. Like, they're not, like, no one's going to hold a gun to my head. I'm not going to spend my money on something when it's so obvious that they're making poor business decisions. Even if I like, I probably would enjoy cyberpunk, probably not going to play it probably ever. And that's fine for me. Um, cause I, I would feel more satisfaction from not giving in to their horribleness than I would from getting the game. I'll guarantee you that right now. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's a stupid thing to stick up for, but why not? Got to stick up for something, right? Say stick up for something or you'll fall for anything. <laughs> Well, hey, I, we I, all fell for it now, Well, I mean, I I dropped sixty dollars on that game and played it. I like I said, I beat the campaign. It's okay. It's an okay game. Uh, it doesn't live up to the quality that I was expecting, um, because I played Witcher Three, same company that made that game, and Witcher Three was an amazing game. So it is disappointing to see that uh, they didn't even come anywhere close to approaching that the t- same same uh quality mm-hmm. um right because that's what i was expecting i was expecting witcher 3 quality and <clears throat> that didn't happen so i'm not mad i spent 60 dollars on the game i just think it's a fascinating story because of all the everything that's kind of uh been revealed about <laughs> that company and then the video game industry as a whole and people as a whole and the hypocrisy that exists from so many people about it. Like like the whole crunch thing. It's like, I don't get that. I'm like, why are you, why are you mad about people working overtime? You know, overtime is paying, putting food on those people's tables, paying for them to have a family vacation and stuff like that. Overtime is not a bad thing. I'm sorry. It just comes to most industry. So. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I they're just finding finding ways people, to exploit yeah. people. A lot of a lot of people are know. just getting mad over subtle things. All I'm saying is CD Projekt Rekt is a garbage company, and I'm not going to play their game. All right, guys, we're about to uh, start our conversation on the new Marvel show Loki. We've given it a couple of weeks to get a couple of episodes going, and um, so now we're going to get to that part of the podcast. We're going to be talking some spoiler talk about. Marvel's new show, Loki. So, we'll give you a, a few seconds here if you don't want to listen to the spoiler discussion, the, the drop out of the podcast. Five, four, three, two, one. Loki. Loki. So, uh, for the listeners out there, um, we'll do a quick recap of the Marvel show. Uh, Loki, uh, get everybody caught up. So in episode one, um, we have Loki who has, if we go back to the uh, in-game movie, but the Avengers are trying to change the timeline and bring everybody back uh, from uh, the snap. Um, one of their operations is to get the ter- Tesseract, right? So uh, what ends up happening is Loki, who's, arrested and being hauled off uh, has the fortune of the Tesseract ending up in his hands and he gets to basically teleport out there and he lands in Mongolia he's there for a few seconds you know covered in dirt and sand and uh, suddenly a portal opens and some uh, soldier looking guys uh, in black and orange come out and uh, they arrest him for 
uh, crimes against the sacred timeline. And uh, then they haul him off to the TVA, um, the Time Variance Authority, back to wherever they're headquartered. But whoever they are, they're like this huge operation. And uh, in Loki's words, you know, uh, under the governance of three space lizards who who have uh, proclaimed themselves as the uh, care keep, uh, caretakers of the sacred timeline. Um, so this is where we have Loki. He's under uh, arrest. He's about to get liquidated for his crimes. And uh, one of the agents of the TVA, played by Owen Wilson, uh, what is his name, Morbius? Morbius. Um, Mobius, sir. Mobius. Uh, Mobius. Yeah, are you familiar with Mobius, like a Mobius strip that uh, loops around infinitely on itself. Oh, okay. It's a very clever name for him. Yeah. Yep. Really uh, the timeline. Talks the uh, TVA judge into handing Loki over to his authority uh, because uh, there is a variant that is on the loose that is murdering TVA teams as they uh, go through their portals to uh, extinguish. Uh, timelines that are are breaking away from the sacred timeline so uh, mobius takes uh loki under his wing and or control not necessarily his wing but uh, under his control to help him try to track down uh this uh variant that's giving them all kinds of trouble uh, so that's where we're at so what do you guys what do you guys think about the first episode since uh, we're two weeks in now so uh what did you think about the introduction to this uh, this whole situation? Vance, you want to go first, bud? Oh uh, yeah, um, I thought that was uh, it, it was good. Um, I um, long story short, uh, what I'm interested to see is why Thanos was a trigger for him. You know, uh, when he was watching the playback and when you know Thanos was choking him, it's like he kind of like snapped somehow. So I want to, you know, like all the people he broke off, you know, and now he's getting broke off. I wonder why. That was a trigger, but um, so far, I mean, you know, it's, it's definitely you know a, a decent show, and I mean, like, I like Marvel and how they really suspense things, or whatever, like that, and they're you know twists and turns. So I'm, 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 I'm interested to see where you know it's it's going from here. Well, with with Thanos, wasn't that him watching his own death, like watching yes. how he dies? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he so snuck back was... into the office when they were chasing him. Uh, he, there was a point in this, the episode where he kind of gets loose and he's being pursued through the, you know, the hallways of the TVA and he sneaks back into the interrogation room that he was uh, uh, being held with Mobius and Mobius was showing him was a 35 millimeter tape of his life basically and how yeah. his role in the timeline basically. So he sneaks back in there and is able to fast forward to his death at the hand of Thanos and uh, then the tape ends. Basically there is nothing else. That is just a, a, his realization that, you know, there is, there's no other story. There's nothing beyond that. Just from yeah. the, the, the tape ending that way. I think when I consider this uh, first two episodes, one, I think that it's more gripping than WandaVision. At least, uh, you know, WandaVision started really slow. And it was keeping kind of a lot of things hidden from you, but you didn't even really know that it was keeping things hidden from you. It was just kind of like, oh, hey, here's a show in the 50s. And, uh, 
just kind of showing off some of those tropes, but not a lot to kind of allude to there being an outside world. And when we look at this, I think it started, and it's really started setting up uh, what I hope is going to be a successful series. I think it's setting it up better. Uh, and with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it started out with just this huge, you know, like a, with a bang. You know, all these helicopters and all the uh, the, the mission and everything, it just seemed like it's just super high budget and we're going to do all this action stuff. Um, with Loki, it seems like they're just kind of setting the story, letting us know, you know, kind of just prepping us for what we're going to get into because I think it's a little bit complicated with the timeline and everything. But it's definitely got me feeling like it's gonna have it's it's gonna be uh, quality. Like I, I'm very much looking forward to how this is gonna uh, unravel as it goes. In the second episode, Vance, you haven't seen it yet, right? Uh, yep, that is correct. So I don't want to spoil it for you, so I'm not gonna get too too much into it. But I got you. Uh, I think there's definitely some really good progression in the story and kind of um, and the way that they end the episode, like some of the things that start. Start uh, start transpiring or like uh, kind of hits you out of left field, and it gets it's got me excited for the next episode, and it's only going to be episode three, and I feel as though on the previous uh, two shows that we've had, I did not have that kind of excitement as early, um, so I think I think we're going to have a really quality series here, uh, and I'm very curious to see where they're going to go, and I did read that I think there's going to be uh, I can't remember how it was phrased, but I think more, uh, like, relevant, uh, what is it, uh, canon or story progression in this series than in the other two. So I think it's going to have probably a bigger impact on the Marvel Universe um, based on what what I've read. Um, and it seems as though they're certainly setting up for that as, as far as the, the little bits they've given us, but they've they've really set it up where they can make this into a really vast story. Um, and then also, I want to say, definitely I was wrong in my prediction that I was so happy about. Like, I was like, I'm going to go last because I 100% figured it out. Yeah, I did not. <laughs> um, we did learn in the first episode that it was D.B. Cooper. Uh, so I'll take that tiny little victory that I was able to, you know, it was they made it very obvious, but I was able to see that. Uh, but what I decided what was going to be the... Uh, his place in the series was that he was going to go and uh, he was going to be probably behind all these other things. And it definitely looks as though they're going a different way with it. Um, but it also seems like the way they're going with it is, is going to be very intriguing. So I'm looking forward to it. Tony, what are your thoughts, man? Uh, so, yeah, I think, uh, I think the show is setting up nicely. Uh, I really love the uh, detail that they're putting into everything as far as like the TVA itself how like they have this everything's like rotary dial phones and like the 35 millimeter tape and they have all this old 50s 60s tech but like they're the most powerful entity in the universe supposedly right because they the one guy the one nerdy clerk well they're they're all kind of nerdy but the one clerk he has a desk full of infinity stones because yeah they have no power there right so it's like their own i don't know if it's like a pocket like a dimensional pocket that they exist in uh or yeah. you know that's kind of what my expectation was uh that 
makes it where the Infinity Stones don't even have any power. So it, they're not existing on a, you know, a regular timeline like everybody else. Though I find it interesting um, that uh, apparently, like, Earth timeline is the most important timeline in the entire of universe because everything is mapped to what's happened in Earth, Earth's history. Right. <laughs> so. Well, not no, I, I don't think so because in at least in the second episode they talk about um, Asgard. Yeah. What Asgard? Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't think of the name. So it looks like maybe the focus is is going to be on. Earth, or that's going to be the staging ground. That's probably just because you know we're all from here that are watching it, so that's more interesting, or not. I don't know. Uh, but I, they, you know, they have established that other things happening in other on other planets or whatever are still relevant to the timeline. Uh, partly because you know Loki is in this timeline, and and but it does seem like I, I get what you're saying though, because I definitely think they're going to be spending the majority of their time on Earth and uh, and. The, this chase for this variant that they're on, I expect to be primarily, you know, on Earth. But maybe not, actually. I think it could go the other way. But I do see what you're saying. It is a heavy focus on what's happening on Earth, for sure. I mean, I thought that he, uh, obviously, uh, the guy that plays Loki is a excellent actor. He does a great job, as usual, as Loki. Uh, he continues that in this uh, this show. Mm-hmm. And I think that the Owen Wilson playing the... TVA agent is also a very good, uh, a very good yeah, choice. He fits, he, he fits uh, that kind of quirky, you know, uh, opposite to uh, Loki, where he's just kind of like got the right rebuttal every time that Loki says something. Yeah. <laughs> but he seems, yeah, he's so he's very witty, and their banter is great. But he also seems to be very clever. Like the things we're seeing from him is kind of. It's still Owen Wilson, but you kind of expect that he could be this detective or whatever his title is for this powerful agency because of he's just like the things that he's saying. It seems like he's got a lot of wisdom behind him, and he's presenting them still in a kind of a fun, quirky way. Uh, but it's like believable for me, which is I think very, uh, very interesting as far as Owen Wilson being believable as like a serious, you know, detective person because right. I never would have expected those words would come out, come out of my mouth. The the one uh, the one thing I've, I kind of kind of latched onto though was uh, during uh, Loki's trial, um, and he's talking to the judge, and he brings up the fact that hey, if I'm here, why aren't the Avengers here, right? Because they're the ones who violated the timeline, uh, and she and her rebuttal was that was supposed to happen, uh, right? I'm like, well, that's yeah, convenient. That <laughs> I know, right? So that's that's the thing when you have when you get into these uh, timelines, you know, uh, time travel. I mean, this is going in all kinds of directions, right? Uh, with that type of stuff, like you can really write some contradictories into your story, and you're in your then you're left with nothing. What with the statement? Well, that was supposed to happen, right? Because you yeah, don't have a good explanation. Explain it away. You know what I learned? Quick side note. Apparently, George Lucas on the original Star Wars, I know, I know, um, wrote some line as a throwaway line. These two main characters, and of course, I don't know any of their names, met each other. And one of them says to the other, oh, you're taller than I expected. Well, that apparently meant they had never seen each other in person. 
And so all these Star Wars that have come out with these different directors and stuff since have not been able to have them ever see each other in person because of a throwaway line in George Lucas's Star Wars, how, whatever, 30 years ago or 40 years ago. How old are these things? But those little things like that end up mattering so much when you try to go these new directions after the fact, when the vision isn't uh, hasn't encapsulated all these other growing areas right. of uh, you know of which, their universe. Which goes to the point about out. the Avengers statement. Oh, that was supposed to happen. Yeah, I can't really give you an explanation why, but just trust us, it was supposed to happen that way. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely interesting. I really like that character, the Judge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what? It, I think the most of what we see her in is in the second episode. She's got quite a bit more, uh, but she seems like uh, I, don't, I hope we get more of her too because she's pretty fascinating. Like her her place there, and then the relationship and like the conversation she has with Owen Wilson or Mobius, whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm curious to see because I think she's going to play a big role yeah. uh, and, as well. And I mean, I I like how Loki is you know in the second episode um not to give anything away but he he's trying to like converse with mobius and talking talk to him about how you know about the difference between chaos and order and how boring it all is if it's if everything is just order all the time right right yeah so i I've, you know i there- feel like there's something you know, up with this whole—I mean, obviously, there's something up with this whole TVA that they're built on a shaky foundation for sure. Don't know what it is, but I think uh, their principles may be not not all what they seem. Yeah, it'll be interesting to find out, Vance. There's—I mean, I have a tiny little spoiler, but it, it's not really a spoiler. It's just a kind of one another one of these throwaway lines. But at one point, Loki says to Owen Wilson's character, uh, I would never stab you in the back or something like that. That's such a boring way to kill somebody. And then Owen Wilson's like, you know, I've like seen your whole life, man. You've stabbed right. 47 people in the back. <laughs> you know, he goes, and he goes, well, I would never do it again. <laughs> you know, just like their, their little banter and their stuff like right. that. Like, uh, I, I really like the, those two characters together. Um, it was pretty funny. This... His his delivery on that was just perfect. It was just like, well, I would never yeah. do it again. Like, trust yeah. me. Come on, trust me. <laughs> and uh, apparently, like this, I, think, I guess they wrapped uh, wrapped the production on the series. Uh, I think it was a recent tweet or something I read. And it's, uh, I guess the uh, person who directed it had said that two years ago she was not like. I don't know that I, I think she was like, you know, my sense of it was she was like a struggling director or whatever. And now she's just completed this series. And from at least the start, it looks like it's really going to turn into something. So that like, that's exciting. Cause I think his name is, is it Tom Hedelson or something like that? Is that him? Oh, Loki? Is that Loki's Tom, character? Tom Hiddleston? Something, something like, like that, that, I think. But he's another one, man. I had never. I he might have been a successful actor. I don't know, but like he seems like another one that has just gotten a lot of uh, fame and recognition from this character. Uh, and so that I'm also excited about that. Is you have new people, new talent that are are coming up as a result of some of these, uh, you know, these Marvel movies and these projects they're doing. And I think that's really exciting too. Hopefully, you know, we have the next, uh, you know, 
what is it, Steven Spielberg and this director or whatever, you know, like you, you hope that this opportunity turns into more great things down the road. Because uh, it seems as though she's doing a real good job so far. If she's doing, if she's directing all of them, I'm not, I'm not sure, but uh, that's it. Like, like it's exciting. It's just the possibility for, you know, the growth that we'll have from these actors and these people working on it. Yeah, yeah, it's a, uh, it's it's shaping up to be a pretty good show. Not not as on the surface as action packed as like the, the beginning of like uh, the Winter Soldier, Falcon and the, the Falcon, Soldier, Falcon yeah. and Winter Soldier. Um, but a, a little bit more intriguing out the out the out the gate than say Wanda. Uh, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I look forward to next week's episode. Uh, Vance, definitely, you want to get caught up and watch that second episode yeah. because number three is going to be pretty interesting because yeah. Uh, yeah, the second episode sure. ended with a pretty good with a pretty good uh, climax. Uh, right, no. so it's gonna be one that you'll actually be fe- uh, thankful you hadn't seen it yet because you're gonna want to watch the next episode right away. Right, that was something like when I started watching WandaVision, I watched it so late, like I remember just hating it when I caught up because I was like, man, I got the complete satisfaction of getting to the next episode five or six times, and then I ended up having to wait two weeks or the you know a week and you know the coming weeks to to watch it. Uh, but you'll be happy that you'll get to watch them back to back because of how they ended the the second episode. But it's, you're, you're gonna like it, dude. It's good. Right. I think we're gonna have a real good series on our hands. Nice, nice, nice. Can't wait. All right. Well, that wraps up this episode of Good to Game Radio. We hope you guys enjoyed the show, and uh, check us out next week as we continue our discussion uh, with the third episode of Loki. And next week, I. Hopefully, uh, we'll get a chance to talk about Ratchet and Clank, which I just finished up last night, uh, and I'm like four trophies away from getting the platinum for. Um, so can't nice. can't uh, can't wait to give you guys uh, some insight into Ratchet and Clank next week. So, as always, we really appreciate everybody taking the time to listen. Hope that we can continue to give you a good quality product. If you have any comments, please just send us an email at Tony at goodgameradio.com. Again, have a great week, and we'll catch you next week. Later. Later, dudes.